Good evening, everyone. Uh, Friday night, the 20th of August, show number 53, episode number 53 of So What's Been Happening. Um, it's a lazy Friday night in lockdown again, sadly. Uh, I hope this isn't the norm for too much longer, but I'm dreading the worst a little bit at the moment. Speaking of dreading the worst, but forever the optimist, Cuz, how are you, mate? G'day, Haz. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm very good. Yeah, so look, looking forward to tonight and having a few of our prior guests on, but a bit like yourself, I'm a little bit over the situation with lockdown. Um, and like you, I think it may get worse before it gets better. So we'll just have to try to find a way by doing things like the podcast and other things to get through this. Yeah, obviously I shot a bit of a message out during the week um, just to a few of the artists and pretty much um, a few came back, and which was great, and said, yeah, mate, I'll jump on and have a chat. We might even get a song out of a couple of them, so that'll be nice um, on a lazy Friday afternoon. It's been a been one of those weeks, mate, been one of those weeks. We haven't had too much good news. Um, let's bring up Lovey, speaking of good news. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Good mate, we we flash to you for a, give me give me a bit of good news for the week, mate. What is what's out there? You're scraping the barrel, mate. You can't you can't find me anything yeah. at the moment. Actually, I've not got much at all. Um, oh, look, I've got got what I need to get by. I've got work. I've still got a job. I'm working and can still get food on the table, I guess, for our family and all the rest of it. And yeah. uh, yeah, just try and perk up other people when you can. But I, the days have blurred for me now. I didn't realise today was Friday. Like I just, I don't even, don't even contemplate trying to plan the week at the moment because it's planned for you, isn't it? So, um, yeah, just it's now become a bit macabre, a bit weird. Um, what do you do? You know, get everyone vaccinated as quick as we can and. See how we go from there, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, easy I think to, um, it's pretty easy for everything to become a blur at the moment, isn't it? Dates, days. Um, just hearing that report this morning about potential further restrictions, mate. How much more can you can you restrict us at the moment? <laughs> Seriously, uh, cuz two and a half k's, two and a half k's, and one hour of exercise. Yeah. That's what New Zealand's doing right now. Yeah. Look, look, and as you said, lovey, like a bit like that's the thing. I think. Everybody doesn't matter what walk of life they're involved in; they're at their wits' end. Like as, as you boys both know, look, my eldest boy's in year twelve. Um, he's pretty resilient, but even he said the other day, he "Goes, Dad, this is just shit," and it is. That's that's the only word for it. And it doesn't matter what what you're involved in and what your work or life might have going on. It's just the, this week, as you said, love you about the days. I'm the same. Like it just, you tend to get in the routine of you wake up and then you, if you're lucky enough to go to work and you come home. But is it Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever it is? I don't think anyone's actually sure. Look, the, yep. One thing that pepped me up during the week, and I saw it yesterday. It was back. I know we've got a guest on, but <laughs> the, know, old, uh, the old Monty Meander. <laughs> was on. It was well, on. It cold. It looked cold too. <laughs> tell us, uh, tell us, Cuz, how how was it received? Surprisingly well. Surprisingly well. <laughs> Surprisingly well. That's what happens when you when you give it a spell for a while. Yep. Um, 
who knows, mate? Someone might have missed you out there. So oh, I'm glad you did it, mate, to be honest. And I think if anything else, people jumped on, had a bit of a laugh and a smile. And I know you uh, had got the best intentions when you do that and you walk around reaching out to people. And, and I think that's a great thing, mate. Um, so long may I continue, mate. Bring it back tomorrow. Mate, as, as you two both know, um, and obviously the family can hear in the background where I'm sitting at the moment, but um, as you know, computers and me aren't, we're not on the same page often and sort of new technology. So the Monte Meander Mark 2021, August, I might have had four goes before I actually got it right. The first time I videoed it and thought, okay, I'll put the video on this time and see how, see how that works. Yeah, that big red button, a, you got to press it, mate. Yeah, that big red button wasn't <laughs> missed. And then the other did one I did was... Your, <laughs> did you run back to your driveway and start again? <laughs> I had a couple of warm-ups down the driveway. And then the other one, I took a photo as opposed to the video. I'm thinking, geez, that sounded good. No nostril hairs going on. And I'm thinking, why wasn't it playing? Oh, that'd be the one photo I took as opposed to the, the video. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was good to, good to get it back. Good Look, as I said, mate, I'm happy, as I said, on other Facebook posts, and I, and I see you blokes do it as well. If someone gets a laugh out of it and it puts a bit of a perk in their day, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, I think uh, as we as we always touch on, this is the reason we jumped on this platform to reach out to people, and um, we've had some great responses, and and we had a fantastic response to our last show, um, yep. Friday the thirteenth special with Davy Lane. Um, yeah, it was it was brilliant. So we look forward to. We could have chatted to Davy for about fifteen hours, mate. Um, he's got so much <laughs> to talk about, uh, and no doubt, I can tell you the the guests we've got on tonight could uh, all talk the leg off a chair, mate, and love a chat. So um, we, we could, this, could, this could be a long night, mate. I've pushed this into kind of 10, potential 10-minute segments, but they could be one hour each. Who knows? Um, let's uh, let's not that put sounds a, like, That sounds in. like a 14-day flatten the curve that's turned into six months, mate. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we'll see. Exact, yeah, what did we get up to? We're up to 200 and, 201 days, are we at now? 201 sure. days, mate. Yeah, well, happy. Happy 200th, I guess. Um, that's a Dizzy Gillespie. That's a Dizzy Gillespie make, milestone, isn't it? Yeah. The only well, time that... we make a double ton together and uh, and don't celebrate, that's for sure. Mm, yeah, sure. Speaking of now, celebrating, let's let's that that's probably a good sec good segue into our first guest that we we will talk to. Um, and we've got some we've got some fantastic news to deliver. Let's bring him on. <laughs> Dave Cosma. How are you, Dave? Welcome back, mate. Good to be back, boys. How you going, all right? Good, mate. Oh, very, good. very good. Looking forward to your good news, mate. That's all I can say. Oh, what's the good news? Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. No, it's, is it, it's got to do with pickles, pickled onions. Oh, we just... <laughs> all the bombers, the, bombers, the bombers on the imminent finals berth, lovey. No, we're, we're, we're keeping a lid on that, mate. We'll just deal with the pickled onions first, I think. Oh yeah, all right. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't secured the pickled onions yet. I've done my best, but I haven't found anyone willing to part with a. Um... Oh what? What you're letting yeah. them? You're letting them fester a little bit first before you put them in me gob, or what, what, what's going on there, mate? I'm you, trying uh... to find the most remote fish and chip shop with the most wretched jar of pickled onions. 
that I can find <laughs> that I can deliver to East Ringwood, and it's going to be on, mate. You're lucky. I'm just I'm telling you, you you were a kick and a half away from a bloody tattoo, lovey. Oh, mate. I, I tell you what, I was absolutely that. I could see the I could see the beads of sweat on my bald head when it was late <laughs> that last quarter. I'm thinking, please don't mm. kick two goals. Please glad, don't kick glad, two goals. It was just it, horrendous. It, it was close. It was close. There would have been sweat on more than your bald head, I reckon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it's probably a tat on the back of it. Yeah, one thing it was was nervous, nervous moments, and then I, I think you were trying to work out where where's this tattoo going to go, Lovey. That was that was going to be <laughs> the next question. So there's not too In many spots you want to you want to put a pickled onion, but um, I could think of a spot to hang two of them anyway. But let's uh, let's kick on with my reaction. <laughs> my reaction on the day. I've never been a happier. Oh. Happiest supporter, <laughs> let me tell you, on the couch. And there was a couple of messages going around with the boys during the game, and we were we were very close to that tattoo. Let me tell you, so that was that was a great, great, great fun. And um, obviously, Cuz had a bit of a reaction for you too, mate. He was devastated oh, for you. Not to get that one in, Cuz. That's just the chestnut. That's just going to be the gift that keeps giving that one, isn't it? You're just going to just keep. All I, I was doing with there, you. I was. I was with you though, Lovey. I didn't think that they'd win it. I didn't. My tip would have been the Bulldogs would have won, but I wasn't silly enough to to, to bet six bloody pickled onions on it. I know that much. Yeah, look, so one thing, you know, uh, the, the 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 picture of cars there actually didn't tell a real story for me, um, because I back my judgment in on all things, and when something goes completely haywire like that, I. I almost feel like I owe the world a tattoo anyway. It's not happening. Trust me, I'm not doubling down. I'm not. I'm not doing a fucking thing. <laughs> it's um. It's do you have? Six pickle. Do, you, do you have any tattoos, lovey? I do. I've got one that uh, commemorates my father on my right kidney. Okay. Um. So I was going to. I was going to. If I was to get the tattoo, it wouldn't be on the right side, and it won't be on my plums, uh, Aaron. It'd be on my. Uh, and it'd probably be on the left butt cheek. That's probably where, I, and that's probably where it should stay. To be honest, it's such a stupid bit. But anyway, I, didn't happen. I don't know, Thank and God. I don't know if that, I don't know if that's a natural progression either. You know, such a personal, <laughs> such a personal, beautiful tattoo in devotion of your of your father, uh, followed by the pickled onion. I don't know, mate, if that that would have been the right progression. That's why I would put it on the left side so it stays remotely away from him, at least diagonally. You know, it's a bit like <laughs> there's Africa, but there's beautiful Europe. Not quite well, one thing it did, uh, one thing it did, mate, was provide us a few laughs along the way. So thanks for doing that, putting putting yourself oh, out yeah. there, lovey. And we can't wait for Dave. He's had a couple of false starts, but we can't wait to secure this little jar. And, I went uh, into the shop. I went into the shop where the, where I took that photo, and I tried to negotiate with that shop owner, uh, a lovely Asian <laughs> woman, and. I offered her. I I cut it at fifty bucks. I thought I'm I'm being silly now. She wouldn't take fifty, mate. <laughs> she wouldn't even take fifty. So they're clearly a sacred little uh, little um, uh, treat. The old pickled onion. You say it for a good cause. Yeah. If you don't take fifty bucks in a lockdown, mate, uh, for a couple of pickled onions that have been there since the last lockdown, um, <laughs> at least it's it's yeah it's, they must be uh we might have had we might find some gold in one of those bottles um so let's look around once well, we get talk, on the road we'll mentioned... drive we'll drive and find one for sure i mentioned the story to my brother the other night and he said just go down to the to, to conga foods and get yourself a jar of pickled onions i said nah i said it's got to be it's got to have sat on that bench for a period of time and juiced up 
That's a, so that's a, a with a level of alkaline and magnesium or whatever it is that these <laughs> things attract and silt, silt on, the, on the side of the jar. One thing it's got to be stems growing out the top of them all of a sudden. Yep. Yeah. One thing it's got to be is cloudy, cloudy liquid. That's for sure. <laughs> that's a, a telltale sign. All right, Davey. Um, Monday night, mate. You uh, obviously with the gig being cancelled, your tribute Tuesday that you were going to do it. Oh yeah, drunk yeah. Poet. Yep. Um, Monday night just gone. Uh, yeah, it was a fantastic little little Elvis set, mate. You ran us through. We loved it. It, it was a good night. Thanks, mate. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, yeah, had had a had a really fun night. Had a bunch of people uh, watching and sort of interacting, which is kind of what you want to get out of a live stream a little bit. And yeah, just in lieu of that, the Tuesday night gig that was uh, that was cancelled. I've, I've been doing sort of a annual little tribute to Elvis down at the Drunken Pub for about five years. So it was a bit of a shame that it got cancelled and. Thought we couldn't go, couldn't go the week without paying tribute to the king. So um, yeah, so we did that Monday night, which was, as I say, a lot of fun. Beautiful. Now, now I, I saw the clip on Facebook, Dave. And yeah. What do you, what, what do your neighbours think of you? Be honest. <laughs> on some days, what do, what do your neighbours think of you? It's fantastic. I, I think by now they're they're used to me, mate. I think they're used to what, yeah. what what's going on. I think, um, funnily enough, I had a good chat with them during the first lockdown last year when I was doing those sort of promotional videos for the for the EJ sessions that that kept coming up. I kept doing promotional videos, and I got talking to them over the fence, and and they sort of said, every time we see you doing a video, we know that there's another session coming up, so we're quite excited. So. It was nice. It brought us together a little bit. They they, they got yep. their hands on a bit of the EJ session merchandise. So, um, no, nah, that's all part of the fun, you know. They they know I'm a bit of a bit of a bit of an idiot. So it all goes down all right. <laughs> Beautiful to Good. hear. And um, speaking of things that go down all right, mate, I think we're going to hit you up for a, a little tune, mate. If you if you're keen to give us one, let's do it. You got something prepared for us? Oh, if not, you know. I'm going to make you hit us hit you up anyway done how about i play a song off my last album fantastic sounds good to me song called does it involve pickled onions or something like that no no it's just your classic old love story this one lovey (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the dedication pleasure buddy this is the last time the second last time that i see so you better pay attention if I catch you messing around with a man around the corner. Oh Lord, I'm gonna leave you a letter that tells you I don't love you anymore. Well, you've been coming home late most every night. You tell me that you're working, but I know for a fact I put two and two together, getting five all the time. You smile. Every night, 
You tell me that you again. I know for a fact I put two and two together again five all the time. You smile, oh, you're smiling at me. I'm gonna leave you a letter that tells you I don't love you anymore. I'm gonna leave you a letter that tells you I don't love you Super, mate. Thank you. That was fantastic, Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. We love that. Love it. Looking Let's forward up... to the other guests coming on tonight, mate. You've got a few lined up. Let's bring up one as a little backstage intro. Mr. Rusty, Rusty Brown. Yeah. He's a bloody beauty. Now, tell me this. Are you actually playing a right-handed guitar upside down, or is it the camera? Nah, I am, buddy. I am. That's 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 it. Well picked up, well picked up. You picked it up that night that uh, that that you were on with uh, with George there, and I I kind of do the same thing, right? Because the A looked like an A anyway. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. How you go, mate? No write a letter. I don't love you anymore. That was great. Nice, um, nice. Am I going good? I'm going good. Yeah. Yeah, living the dream of actually, I'm actually doing a day job, which is very wow for me. Yeah, well, uh -oh. I don't have an income, so I actually work on the wharf driving calves, cars, not calves, cars. It's pretty cool. I've met some great people there, man. How long have you been doing that for, Rusty? Um, since June. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was just going to be a, hey, can you come in tomorrow? But it's turned out to be an everyday thing now. So wow. um, I'll, I'll just keep doing it until I'm not going to do it, I suppose. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's pretty weird gets... for me. I haven't had a job since 1984. Wow. That's okay. I'm well, you have. The... You've had. You've been a rock star since 84, so don't say that. <laughs> Well, wow, yeah. you don't look you don't you don't look at it as a job as a job, I guess. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, I actually like it, man. It's 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 fun and it's different, and you know, I get to meet different sorts of people that I may not run into. The only problem is they barrack for Footscray. <laughs> <laughs> I actually let um, I let uh, Tony Liberatore through the gate today. What was he doing? What was he doing down there, Libba? Um, I believe he's legal. He, he tops up uh, medical stuff in cabinets and stuff, like medical wow. supplies. Wow, there you go. Libba would have fitted pretty under good, the boom man. Gate. He still he looked pretty fit. Did he, he? fit it under the boom gate? That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. let him. He would have crawled under. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be saying that to him. No, you're right. Um, all right, Rusty, we're going to bring you back in a couple of secs, mate. Um, Dave, yeah. I want you to throw over at a good mate of yours, mate. Um, yeah. 
I know, I think I'm pretty confident, hopefully, you know who I'm talking about. But uh, Bloody tell us a little bit about this great man. Oh, uh, look, you, you know, you're always in for a, for a good night, a good time when you're, um, when you've got Damon Smith on, on the show and I've known Damo for many years. Uh, he's a super talent. He's got, uh, he's got a few things on the go at the moment. He's got a wonderful record. That he's about to release a wonderful single that is, uh, that it's launching at the Brunswick ballroom. Um, yeah, he's great value and, um, it gives me great pleasure on behalf of Cuz and on behalf of Lovey. And as to welcome the one and only Damon Smith to Sir What's Been Happening. Beautiful, mate. Feel free to hang around. <laughs> Here he is. Good on you, David Cosmo. Thank you very much, there, sir. <laughs> Great to have you back, Damon. There he is. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. This is good. This is, I was really excited to get the uh, invitation because, you know, I would have just been sitting here. Um, with my thumb up my backside, I reckon, but um, it's good. It's nice to be here. I mean, I do that all the time. That leaves only four of us doing it then. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. We should do it all together. Imagine that. Just do a, a stream with all of us put thumbs up our orifices. That would yeah. be That's that elephant. It's almost like that elephant dance, isn't it? <laughs> Baby elephant yeah. dance, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell us, um, just tell us a little bit about what's what's happened in your last week. Um, sorry, so that me. <laughs> yeah, just Damon, just tell us a little bit about what's happened in your week since we we only obviously had you on on only a week or so ago, but it's yeah, been uh, um, some disappointing news, obviously during the week, just with this further lockdown, and we've yeah, uh, yeah I'm sure that means more cancelled, re, re postponed gigs, and that's that's one headache we don't need. But give us some good news about uh, what you've got coming up. Well, uh, the good news is I thought that the October tour for the Mental is Everything show would be canned, um, but it's still going ahead at this point, which is good. Um, and we've done that all year, so that's the finale. It's one month of going around regional Australia, regional Victoria and um, doing our, our show. Um, but there's been a few things cancelled. Uh, um, you know, I and other people are getting better at understanding that, you know, I think I said last time, these waves roll in and we, we sort of bob and weave and go over the wave and wait for the next one but um i'm hoping the launch will happen in a couple of weeks on the 19th of september there um but yeah we'll see how we go it's just one of those things uh, for some reason september is is really busy for me there's one week where everything that has been cancelled in the last from the last lockdown is sandwiched into that one week so there's the screening for the film we did the the launch, there's a, an award ceremony we were meant to do, which has been cancelled, which sucks because that would have been amazing. Dave was going to do that with me. Um, but, you know, it's that thing that we spoke about last time and the time before is we just um, we look at the positive things. And, um, you know, I mean, for an example, the jar of pickled onions. I, I didn't get much out of that story. But what I think is happening is Dave has to <laughs> locate a, a jar of pickled onions and what give it to Lovey. Is that what's happening there? Yeah, so just to yes. fill you in how, how all that went down, <laughs> Lovey was made a very brave call on a bet um, that the Hawks, if the Hawks got up, um, which obviously they were nowhere near favourites to beat the Bulldogs, um, but they got up and knocked them off. Um, wow. And it was a great win. It was a great win. And so, what's the um, – are you speaking of the Hawks and the Bulldogs? What are they? Is that a, is that a sporting team? <laughs> uh, well played, mate. Well played. Yeah, I know nice. you Sport's not one of your biggest loves, mate, and that's that's why we love bringing on musos, mate. So, um, 
we're actually talking about footy this year because Melbourne are actually travelling all right, and the two <laughs> WA teams are going to hurt a little bit this year. So, but uh, the good news is, mate, we might uh, we might throw you a grand final over there in WA, and we've uh, we've obviously shut the borders, and you live in Melbourne now, and we're not going to ever let you back to WA for a little while, mate. So. I know that's why I'm wearing my eagles. I'm wearing my eagles colours. Eagles, tonight, of course, right? <laughs> well done, well done. Just for mum and dad. Um, so yeah, just to finish that, that Lovey's uh, agreed that six of the best pickled onions are going to have to go down the gullet one way or another. Um, and we all, we actually we got very close to it was going to be over thirty nine, I think it was, boys. Um, points if they had a one by. Uh, there was a tattoo of a pickled onion going to happen. So we got very very close, and it was some very nervous. Nervous minutes in those last, uh, I suppose, that last five minutes of the game. But he got away with that, and we, I think, we got the best outcome. Actually, I think, yeah, yeah, I'd rather see the the pickled onions. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. it was going to be pickled onions and the tattoo. So um, we hadn't what a really, yeah, yeah, we hadn't what a that. Yeah, there was actually at the time in the last quarter, and I was already felt like I was eating a whole bunch of shit. Um, that last quarter, I was doing the. All I could think of was the tattoo, and I was driving <laughs> along the Eastern Freeway that whole last quarter. And I reckon people were thinking, oh, "How's this guy in road rage? He's on his own. There's not a car in front of him, not a car beside him. He's just absolutely angry behind the steering wheel at the Bulldog for letting him down as yeah. miserably as what they were." So. Yeah, it was uh, pretty average. Felt pretty average that last quarter last week. But Damien, have you had one before? A uh, what a a, a, a car on the freeway. Oh, oh yeah, I've had, a, um, <laughs> I've had a pickled. <laughs> I've had a pickled onion before. Yeah, I, I actually really liked them. I mean, I particularly oh, yeah. like yeah. the little cocktail ones, the little ones you get at the uh, oh, conservatory. Yeah, really good. yeah good. Yeah, see, okay. see, 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 Cosy's putting steroids in the ones he wants to give me. They're going to be like a cricket ball each. So, no, they're big um, boys. Yeah, he's going to get the big boys out. I, I, like I said, I had one when I was like a ten-year-old or twelve-year-old, and I, I, I thought that was some of the worst things you could ever think of to eat. So I'm not looking. They're pretty full to on. I mean, you know, pickled eggs are something that is that's an interesting thing. <laughs> I love pickled eggs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this come to the party. Good work, I'm not. I'm not sure I've ever seen him. He's going to have one too. He's going to have one. Not sure I've ever seen him in the little. Hasn't opened. Green. Don't worry about having work since '84. He hasn't opened the pickle jar since '84. already. <laughs> Just get a bit of that pickle juice in the beard there, trickling oh, down the beard. Rusty, That's give good. us a give us a taste out of ten, mate. What are they like? Ten out of ten. Ooh, <laughs> absolutely. You just need to go to a fish shop. You just need to go to a fish shop and get the ones that sit on the on the counter. Yeah, they're the best ones. Yeah. All right, what we're going to do, we're going to flip back to Damon. Rusty, I'm going to bring you back in a second. Um, <laughs> Damon, all right, Rusty's still on the show tonight, which is great. I love having him on. I love having him on. And, mate, to have a little handy packet of uh, picket onions was, well was uh, exactly what we needed. Nice. So, all right, Damon, what have you got for us tonight, mate? And then we're just going to touch on your new single. Oh, song-wise, I, can, um, yeah. I haven't really thought about it, to be honest, but I can do something. Um, I can't do the single because I haven't really rehearsed it yet. Um, That's all good. No worries. Yeah. So. Um, oh, Give us something uh, on the piano there, Damon. Give us something on the piano, mate. 
Yeah, thanks, Dave. I think I do the uh, midlife crisis blues because I'm feeling that at the moment. So uh, let's. And one of you guys turned fifty last week, didn't you? Is there someone that went fifty? So, um, is it Cuz? Who's forty-five? I don't know. Okay. Loved it. Thank you again. Thanks, Aaron. Um, just tell us a little bit about uh, the new single, mate. When's it actually coming out? Uh, so I went there. It is there. Wow. Why is he upside down? I um, I went to, I, I put it out yesterday, uh, like I did all the work, and it was meant to come out in two weeks. But then for some reason, it actually was delivered via Bandcamp to a whole bunch of people. So I saw some people buying it, and I'm thinking, what is going on? Um, <laughs> So it's sort of been this, this intermittent sort of, you know, here and there. Um, so, yeah, I think Spotify and all those streaming services will be next week. I don't have an issue with it. It's okay. It can, you know, it's not like I have to have it out on a certain date. Uh, but the launch is on the 19th of September at the Brunswick Ballroom. Um, so I guess then's the, there it is there, the, uh, the main thing. You can basically on this show, you can say anything in the world, in the multiverse. And Aaron, he's smiling because he knows this. And I'm going to pick, you watch this. Aaron will get anything on that screen if you mention it. I tell you what, let's just choose <laughs> something important. now. Do you reckon you can get something up if I if choose anything? Only if I mention it. But oh, go for yeah, it, okay. Pardon? Well, have, you, have you got the appropriate ratings going across the bottom of the screen again, Aaron, if that's the case? Yeah, we might need that. <laughs> What is that? All good. We're back. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's when it's coming out. Uh, that's when we're launching it. But, um, 
yeah, it will be it will be sort of uh, it's available now really on Bandcamp. It's um, okay. called uh, it's called A Feeling to Fly On, and it features Wilbur Wilde on the saxophone and uh, the horns of Leroy, which uh, they're amazing, like a little New Orleans brass band. Fantastic, I've seen them before. So I look forward to uh, getting you back on, mate, and we might uh, we might even get a little live rendition. So yeah, fantastic. Up, so. Thanks for joining us tonight, mate. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Feel free I really to appreciate it. Feel free to hang around back. Thanks to you guys as well. We'll see you all jump next on time. Stage. Cheers, mate. All right. See Thanks, you, mate. Tony. Appreciate it, mate. Well done. What a champion. Great Good to have Damon. Damon with us and, and the great Dave Cosmer as well. Did we Alrighty. just catch Cousy doing something then? Uh, he probably left and got a beer. Je- making Jody a coffee. Oh, what a good man. What a Crap. good man. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's bring on the, someone. Obviously, we've had a little sneak peek with already tonight, Mister Rusty Brown. How are you, Rusty? Welcome I'm very back, very well, very well. I'm as good as I was before. <laughs> exactly. You got some, you you got some breath set. fresher in your mouth now. How was hey. that pickled onion, mate? You got Lovely. some breath fresher in your mouth? Nah, nah, I'm fine. I like the pickled onion. Right. I actually have them as a snack here in the studio. I do. I'm I not do, sure. Is that a is that a pickled onion followed by a Zambuca chaser or the other way around? How how do you go about it? Zambuca came first. Beautiful. If you Zambuca could, I tell you what. If you put the onions in the Zambuca, I'd be I'd be very impressed. And a seed. Actually, in between all that, I also had some. Jeez, oh, you, no, you do. You do need to get out, mate. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's amazing it's like what eating you find old the shoe. these days. It's like a tasty old shoe. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, I've had one of those before, Rusty. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've, I've put it in the Have oven, put some paste on it. <laughs> Have me all. What would you like for dinner tonight, honey? Old shoe would be good. <laughs> <laughs> With mashed potatoes. shoelace trimmings. Yes. Rusty, a little bit about uh, being inside the circle. Much happening at the moment. Obviously, it's a really relevant topic right now, and it's not just mentoring for artists that you do, but I think there's so much more scope that that little business of yours potentially could have. Yeah, Mentoring well, all of us. And sometimes we feel like we're out of the circle for sure, but it shows like this that we jump on and have a chat and all of a sudden it kind of brings people together, mate. So you've got a great name there. Just tell us a quick little snippet of being, about being inside the circle. Well, I started the business um, a little while back, maybe a year ago. Um, Cause I just wanted to help people. And I feel like I've got some, some stuff that I could, um, you know, help with in, in the, in the form of, um, you know, there's things that people that there's things that people do and make mistakes that they just don't need to make. So that's my thing. There are certain things you will make, and you will do them, and you'll learn from them. But there are some mistakes that you, you can see if someone can tap you on the shoulder and just say, "Hey, you don't need to do that. Don't worry about that. It's fine. Push that to the side. Don't make that mistake." And so I started being inside the circle. I've got about 21 clients, I believe, but I'm not really able to see anyone um, and no one's got any gigs or, and no, (laughs) 
sadly, no one really needs my help right now because they're not doing anything. So what I did, um, I think it was two weeks ago, I just paid for a uh, the, the Zoom, the bigger one, where you can have a lot of people on for as long as you want. And I just got them all on. Um, they didn't all come. I think about 14 came. And um, we just talked um, about nothing really, but about everything, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, you know, and um, one of the great things that was said to me in a text message afterwards, when I introduced this particular guy, I said, um, you know, I don't know if I actually can help this guy because I don't know anything about his musical style or where it is. And, um, but it, it just felt good to me when I heard him do it. I was like, wow. Like when that, when, um, sorry, excuse my ignorance. When he was playing piano, then I was like, oh my God, no wonder you don't like footy. You didn't have any time for it because you were playing that good piano. You know, it was amazing. And this guy was playing me songs in this very room. And I'm like, wow, that sounds so cool. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I'm a rock guy. I know those things and I know how to go down those paths. I'm, hopefully I can open up the paths. But, but he really loved that. The fact that I did want to work with him, not to take somebody's money, but the fact that I was willing to still try and help. And listen, because... He actually is Electric Mary fan. Like he, he writes lots of sorts of music, but I said, Oh, that's good. And, you know, and he, and he said, you know, I've thought it was good too, but I didn't really want to do anything or say anything. Cause it's a bit weird. I said, yeah, but it's really good. Weird. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I was chuffed with that stuff. Um, but like I said, we haven't really been able to do anything. We haven't been able to get together. Um, and I wouldn't announce here if I was anyway, because the police would come and attack <laughs> me and take me to jail for doing the wrong thing. I can tell you one thing though, Rusty, is that's actually a, a great thing that you've done, mate, is, is do exactly what we've done here and just reach out to people and, and form that big, yeah. that big group hug, so to speak, and get everyone on board and have a chat because it's incredible when you get people on and you talk about, you know, you're feeling shit for the day or whatever, it hasn't all worked out and all of a sudden other people go, yeah, mate, I'm actually feeling the same. And by the end of that call, I bet you they all felt just a little bit better about themselves um, during that conversation. So well done, mate. Yeah. And, and well, just hearing you say that, like, like, just sorry, Rusty, you felt like you're getting out of your comfort zone. But as, as you said, and Lovey would probably back me up here, you getting out of your comfort zone probably makes you look a bit vulnerable and they probably really appreciate that. Like you, you, as you said, you probably think you couldn't help them, but you're probably helping them without even realizing it. So, mate, all Paul and Sue, mate, that's fan, that's a fantastic thing you're doing, even if it is online via Zoom or whatever. Well, oh, um, I think. Do, sorry, go. Go. Oh, t today I got you know, I got ten people to smile today when I was in the lunchroom. I made a cup of soup and I moved it so I wouldn't spill it, and I spilled it all over me, all over me. And Beautiful. they all laughed. They all thought it was a joy. I said, yeah, that's okay. No worries. Actually it moving up. it so I didn't <laughs> spill it. And I spilt it. Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yep. 
Oh, I was just going to say, mate, when you when you speak to people in a, in a vulnerable way, um, it, it's it's fascinating it, 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 in, a, in a really good way. It, when you're vulnerable, you, you you can relate. Like Carl says, it means you're not talking at them, so you're not you're not you know you're not trying to act like a bit of a uh, you haven't got hubris when you're trying to talk to them. Um, the other the other aspect to it is it, it's actually like it's real and it's really. It's really interesting to hear, and people will go, well, okay, I'm not on my own. Um, there's a guy that I look up to who feels the same things I feel to, uh, I feel as well, so I actually feel normal. Um, so sometimes when I talk about things, I actually feel really shit after it. But mm-hmm. there's, there's, it, the reason why you talk to people about your story is not because you want to say, well, my story's worse and therefore I'm worse off than you. There's nothing to do with it. What it is is just saying, well, yep, we're all – a lot of us are doing the same thing and feeling the same thing. Um, and having that vulnerability just makes things a lot easier for them. I, I, I don't talk to make things easier for myself. I, I, whenever I talk about things, it's, it's just, you know, it, it, it tries to sort of bring a bit of normality to the room as much as possible. Um, and when, when that happens, it's really good. Um, and sometimes it takes two minutes. Sometimes it takes two hours, but you just, you, that's what you gain out of it, isn't it? Like you just, if you're vulnerable, it's okay. It's all right. Sure is. Yeah. Sure is. Just on that, um, I re- obviously reached out to a lot of artists and we've had not just music artists and we've had all sorts of people on the show. And one one that I just want to mention was our, our show that we, or we had with Dylan Ruse, right? Now, Dylan's obviously doing some incredible stuff with young men at the moment. Now, his reply back to me was, oh, mate, I can't play any music, you know. You know, I'll catch up with you guys soon. And I said to Dylan, I just replied back to him and said, mate, you are so relevant now, what you're doing with young men, mate. Don't ever feel like just because you're not a muso, you're not offering something back to us. I said, we'd love to have you on at any time, mate. So he said, guaranteed I'll be back on soon. We'll have a chat about it. And obviously he was he even said himself that, you know, he's not always feeling great. And and that's that's the point of what you guys said before. Being vulnerable is a, is a great thing sometimes. It's not not ideal for the person that's opened up because they've laid everything out on the on the table and pretty emotional about it a lot of the time. But and you don't you're right, you don't feel good straight away. But afterwards you realize, hang on, I actually feel better that I've released a bit of that now. And the pressure comes mm-hmm. off a little bit. So once again, Rusty, uh well done, mate, for for uh being outside of your circle, mate, and and start launching something different. And I know you've talked about it for a long time and um, it's great that you've been able to put it together now and and I, I think it's only ever going to grow from here, mate. So well done on it. Um and we're gonna yeah, hit you I'm up good. for we're gonna hit you up for a song, bud. All right. All righty then. <laughs> Johnny's schoolboy when I heard his first Beatles song. Love me do, I think it was there, it didn't take him long. Got himself a guitar, used to play every night. Now he's in a rock and roll outfit and everything's alright, don't you know? (laughs) 
Johnny told him, Mama, hey, Mama, I'm going away. I'm going to hit the big time, going to be a big star someday. Mama, come to the door with a teardrop in her eye. And Johnny said, Don't cry, Mama, smile and wave goodbye. Don't you know? Don't you know that you are a shooting star? Don't you know? Don't you know that you are a shooting star? No world love you just as long. Long as you are Johnny made a record Went straight up to number one Suddenly everyone loved to hear him sing a song Watching the world go by Surprisingly go so fast Johnny looked around him and said, hey, I made the big time at last, don't you know? Don't you know that you are a shooting star, don't you know? Tablets by his head. Johnny Love passing by like a warm summer day. If you listen to the wind, you can still hear him play. Don't you know?
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Brilliant, mate. Love fantastic, it. mate. Absolutely fantastic. If ever, if ever we could do with a shooting star right now, mate, uh, just tell me where would you shoot it to, mate? If we could pick one spot anywhere in the world right now, where would we pick you up and drop you? Oh no. Um, Europe. Just in general, Europe, but have no, to be not more specific. You know that. what's really funny? Um, as I said before, I'm working on the wharf, and I'm actually moving cars. That's what I'm doing. I'm just moving cars from one place to another, hopping in, getting out, hopping in, getting out. A couple of days back, I was moving vans like we <laughs> drive in Europe, the big, big ass rock vans. And uh, I just rang Alex or messaged him and said, mate, we, we got to play. We got to play. There's no way. And I was having AstraZeneca the next day. So I had my first shot on Wednesday. I mean, not trying to be a hero. It was really funny. Some people, because I, I was documenting it on Facebook, all I was doing was, because I was actually scared. Yeah, I'm 60 years old. So I was documenting, you know, okay, four hours in and I feel okay, nothing's wrong. I didn't have one symptom, but many people have. So a couple people kind of intimated I was trying to be a hero. I wasn't trying to be a hero because if something went wrong, I was actually documenting it. Do you know what I mean? Because I have no idea the reason I took, I went and got it was so I could play. And it's probably, possibly a stupid reason. And, you know, I did some research, but not, not a whole lot, yep. but I just want to play. And many places have said, if you don't have it, you can't play. And so suddenly what I've done since I was 15 was taken away from me. You know, music's, you know, it's a lifelong thing. I don't know if anyone saw, um, there's a thing the other day. I don't even know if it's old, but it was the Foo Fighters and Mick Jagger. Did anyone see it? No, I didn't see it. No. Mate, I'm pretty sure it's from now. Mick Jagger's 80. He was that good. Like, he was that good. Jumping around mm. live. It was live on a, one of those television shows. Look it up, Foo Fighters and Mick Jagger. I'm not sure when it was from, but I think it was from now. He was that good. And, you know, I, it's not like playing footy where you play from 7 to 35, and if you're lucky, you might play to your 40. You're done then. As much, you know, and people love footy. They have to move on to something else. They either become a coach or a president or a trainer or whatever. But, you know, I, I want to sing until I'm 75. Or even 80. I'm not sure I could sing Electric Mary at 80. But, you know, I want to do that. And I'm not trying to be a hero. It's actually what I want to do. I want to yeah. sing. It's what I've always done. That's what I do. So rightly, wrongly, whatever. I might grow two heads later on. But um, right now, I haven't had one symptom from the AstraZeneca and again, I'm just saying it to people. I'm not trying to be a hero or say that you must do this. This was my choice and I didn't want to do it. I actually wasn't going to do it. 
until until it was said that I read everywhere in France and in Western Australia and I think South Australia too, maybe if you don't do it, you can't come here and play. So immediately my, what I did was taken away from me for, you know, so I, I don't want to get deep on it. That's all right. Yeah. It seems to be, looks like it's going to be our only, uh, our only ticket to ride fortunately. And unfortunately, I guess, um, yeah. um, the best thing is, is, Hopefully we'll all be safe together, and that's the plan. And and I, by no yeah. means is this one shot or two shots going to be the end of it, sadly. And uh, but with these numbers the way they are at the moment, um, yeah, I mean New South Wales is just out of control at the moment. Um, it's, it's just a massive fire at the moment, and so are other parts of the world. I mean, it's pretty modest compared to other parts of the world. Uh, I'd hate to be in the UK right now and pretending everything's normal if you weren't going to go and get the vaccine. Um, yeah, you're on borrowed time before you you get COVID. Um, but look, Rusty, I really appreciate your time, mate. Feel free to hang around and hang backstage. We're going to bring up on our next guest, who I know you've shared the stage with. Uh, you actually shared the stage with only online, though, with our Tom Petty um, yes. gig that we had a few weeks ago, which was super. Um, our next guest that we're going to bring up now is Mr. Matt Gow. Matty. How are you, Matt? All right, mate. How are you? Welcome back, buddy. Good to be here. How you doing, Rusty? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Yeah, I've just been listening. It's been good. Some, uh, some blues and G before on that piano. Got me in the mood. Good. Looks like a romantic candlelight there. It's always romantic in my house. You never know who might drop by. <laughs> That's a great way to know the way. Yeah, yeah. Have uh, show been going well? It's been great, mate. To be honest, uh, reaching out to a few of our friends, and it's it's been a really good chat. Um, so it's good. very very different mix of music, which is exactly what we want for, for for tonight. Give everyone a bit of love. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been, uh, I've been pretty musical this week. I've been uh, writing for a lot of other people, so that's been cool. That's great. I just yeah. want to touch on, Matt, just before we start, that obviously where you would have been last night, obviously Luli Tavern. Oh, yeah. uh, talk about Heartache Tonight. Uh, it, was a, it was an apt title. Uh, yeah. didn't happen. Yeah, and I think, what is it, for, I think I would be in Geelong, today or tomorrow as well i think I, I don't know i sort of lost track of the shows that went down the tube and like i can tell the venues are tired of rescheduling as well so yeah it's sort of be that way doesn't it yeah and like i don't even like have you like artists don't even really do the whole this is cancelled this is moved i i was doing that for a while and now i'm like eh, everybody knows it's not going to be happening so you sort of lose the the will a bit, you know, yeah. that can be bad. And a, a live stream, mate, you jumped on the other day and had, had a chat to a few people. That was a great thing. Good outlet for you, I'm sure. Yeah, that was Because uh, I'm doing them sort of every couple of weeks. So that one in particular, I decided to, um, I decided to, I think I asked the fans, like, what would you like to talk about? And they messaged me. I gave them a couple options of sort of 
relatively random things. And one of them, the least random, I guess, was movies. And that's probably because, and people voted for that. I guess that's the crossover between music fans and movies. So I was just chatting, like I chatted about my 25 favorite movies, just quickly ran them off in a list. And then people were all talking about their favorite movies and stuff. So that was neat, you know, just to talk about stuff that wasn't COVID and sure you know, was, mate. Afghanistan sure and stuff, which was, you know, obviously I touched on those things and I'm sure you guys have too, uh, but it was sort of also nice to deviate away and have a relatively normal conversation about yeah. sort of trivial things like, you know, movies, yeah. What what were your top five movies, Matt? Whoa. Um, they were... Uh, in no order, they were uh, Pulp Fiction, uh, Heat with De Niro and Pacino. Uh, I think I said Crash and Target, Hidden Dragon. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, I think it was like that, maybe. There might have been a Christopher Nolan or... Some yeah, the, uh, yeah yeah I think those were my in my top five I think those were the main ones, um, but yeah I'm I'm a big movie fan I get the reason was I was gonna and I'll chat about some of the other things on my other shows because I was chatting about I thought I'd give people an option opportunity to talk about stuff that I don't usually talk about but they pick movies which is pretty standard but I was gonna talk about anything they want to talk about like cryptocurrency or what's the other thing. <laughs> Yeah, just random stuff that people might not know that I have. You know, musicians don't just play guitar. I mean, <laughs> not all the time. Yeah. yeah, so that was kind of fun. I think people enjoyed that chat. So usually that online series was initially because I had finished touring in New Zealand. and was kind of keeping in touch with people in New Zealand. And I was going to play with different artists that I tour with, you know, or have shows with or in my band. So that was the idea, but... Obviously, stuck here. Had you know, my show is not as elaborate as your show, so I don't have all these artists. Yeah, no, it's just great. Mate. Well, uh, obviously, we only touched it, touched it last minute, mate, and shot a message out. So, I really appreciate you jumping on and having a chat. And yeah, it's cool. Giving us a song, mate. Yeah, do you want me to play a tune for you guys? Why not? And yes, then we'll please. have just more of a chat for sure. Something. Yeah. From <laughs> I'm going to play, I'll play a quick song, a quick, a, a smaller, a shorter, one of my, the shorter songs in my repertoire. Uh. Waking up alone, cross my heart, it wears a love. I can find in the dark Where's the love? Where's the love? Where's the love? When I'm broken down, baby, around the way Give me that love I can take day by day there's love, Lord, there's love, there's love. You may find it in the end, 
If you catch you on a way train, yes I would, flowers in your hair, you look just the same, my love, my love, you may find it in the end, try to hold it from the start. Fantastic, Matt. Thanks. What I did then was I slowed it down to half the tempo on record just to fuck with myself. <laughs> <laughs> the song is actually this fast. Waking up long, cross my heart. Now there's love. It's actually like that, but I thought, what if I just totally flip it on its head and make it hard and then try to discover how the song will sound halfway? Because why not, right? Sounded pretty good from this end, mate. Keeps keeps you on your toes. Sometimes Funny I do that. You say that. Yeah. I heard a guy speaking the other day, but I don't know where I heard it. It was uh, he was talking about songwriting, and he got them to play their new song at speed, mm. at mm. the speed it was, like you just did. Yeah. And then he got him to play it four more times and each time slower, mm. he said, and then you'll find where the song sits. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, think it's that was, I was like, okay. Tempo is such, such an interesting one. Like, um, you know, you deviate away from the record quite often live and you find almost a song's true tempo if you recorded that song very early on in its in its you know when it was conceived if you sort of came up with it 
and then tracked it that week or the week after or even you know demoed it and then sat with that demo tempo but then you move away from the recording and you and your band kind of find maybe where it sits um sits better for you at that time but it just i i find tempo is an interesting way to give a song a different feel you know and it makes you sing different runs and you have uh time to do different things so tempo is always something that i try to try to mess around with a lot um i think when you when you uh, when you when you lead a band's rhythm you you have the uh ability to do that whereas if you're a singer who just has your drum sets the rhythm then you don't really have that much say but generally i i tend to count in i think me and the drummer sort of half and half but um yeah i find like and, th and that's kind of fun sometimes you know you you want to just get it going a bit more and sometimes you want to read the it's another option to it's another option when you have an audience and you want to really connect with them and 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 vibe as to how they're feeling tempo is another one of the tools at your disposal to kind of really connect with them i find anyways yeah, yeah. Rusty, of, rusty um, and Matt. When sorry, you do that, sorry, on a rusty. lot of Tom Petty live things, he mm. he sets a tempo. He yeah. turn around. Yeah, he doesn't go one, two, three, four. He always goes one, two, mm. one, mm -hmm. two, three, four, mm. or whatever speed it is. Mm. Yeah, he. Well, I love I, I love that, and I love a song breathing as well. You know, so. I mean, it's actually really frustrating because I like a song breathing so much that we could have done a lot of recording recently with these lockdowns, um, recording a song. Like I said, I was writing recently for a bunch of artists, some of them here in Melbourne, some of them in New Zealand, and uh, it would be easy for me to track with a click but and build the song, but I really don't want to do that. Some of them I want them to breathe. Like I remember on stage the other day, that particular song that is played, which is called Flowers in Your Hair, I said to Daniel, my drummer, I said, I'm going to slow it down in that drop down, but you come back in on tempo. Don't, don't come back in on my slowed back tempo. I've slowed that verse down on purpose, and you just come back in at the tempo that the song is on record, and it will give that verse you know, the effect that I wanted. I don't want to slow the whole song down. So I'm like, in effect, don't listen to me. You just come back in. And I like yeah. I like when a drummer does that. It always makes a drummer look real cool too because it makes a drummer like look like, oh, yeah, this thing is doing it right. I don't give a fuck. Boom, we'll come back in. And I really like <laughs> I really like that. You know, those are the nuance and the subtleties of playing in a band that maybe people don't, people feel, but they don't know. You know, that's the curtain come off sort of, that's the magic, you know, and that's yeah. those sort of things, those little touches those are the wonderful things that when you have a tight band, you can really, you know, because as you know, I mean, like when you're playing with average musicians, which we all kind of grew up with because you're not playing with the greatest musicians when you're in your teenage years and, and you're just trying to be tight or you're just trying to play the same thing, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to play the same key. But yeah. later on when your drummer and everybody is like mint and everyone's on the same page and everyone knows the song, then you can just do the most wonderful things to your song, whether it's little subtle things like that just just might be bringing the tempo back for a verse and things breathing and yeah it's really it's really nice miss play miss changing, the sorry changing the tempo go. is is a non-songwriter does that almost give it 
as you sort of both said, like you, Rusty and you, Matt, mm. does it almost make the song seem like a new song in a way? As you said, you it went from the quicker tempo yeah. to, the, to the slower tempo? Yeah, well, that there, what I just played was completely different. I don't think I've ever played it that slow, but I just thought I'd just mess with it. I remember um, there's definitely, to keep things exciting that you've played hundreds of times, sometimes it's fun to just try new things and experiment and you never know where they'll go and then you get more of a feeling of stepping on a stage and not really knowing how it's... And they, that's when th magic things can happen. Um, but in terms of tempo, yeah, like it's just it's just one of the tools that can change things up and can draw people in and uh um you know it's it's just like many things like a dropout or uh you know a cappella sections or um bits where you drop just to bass and vocal and drum you know there's there's heaps of ways but but that's just that tempo is, is an easy one yeah to change the whole vibe of the song for instance a real obvious example is 90 percent of the time when people do an acoustic version it's slower yeah. like the band version, I would say 90% of the time. And that's because like a slower tempo generally gives an opportunity for a singer or someone to have a little bit more um, flexibility and leeway to, you know, draw in the audience by using a few more notes than if the song is going like that. So, so yeah, that's just one example. Generally, you'll find an acoustic version is most of the time slower. And, and because it, it allows the song to breathe, the audience yeah. gets something more from it as well. Mm. I, mm. I was going to say when you were talking about musicians before, one of my, my favourite things, and it happens, I'm sure it's happened to you, when um, the drummers and bass players have played together for a long time, mm. one day they'll both do something different at the same time without mm. telling each other that that's what they were going to do. It's amazing. And mm. and when it happens in a band, it's like, whoa. Yeah. How did you know? You didn't know that. You just both did it. It was incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Feeling. yeah. It's interesting because music's so subjective, but don't you notice like when you come off stage or you, you finish a song practice, like, Generally, everyone knows when that song had that had a great vibe and was and was great. You know, yeah. Generally, everyone, everyone is generally on the same page. Like that was killer, or like that needed work, or that wasn't quite. You know, very seldom does one person go, "That was amazing." Another person goes, "Oh, it's fucking shit." Like that's generally not the case, right? Generally oh. not. So, in the um, the good old days, of course, <laughs> you wrote a song. And you road tested it. Yeah. You played it, yeah. you played it for a few months, mm. a brand new song to an audience, and they were willing to listen to it as well. Mm. Like, oh, it's mm. gonna be a new song. Wow, let's hear what yeah. hey. which is so which is so interesting because then you record the song further along in its life, right? Yes. So you record the song at maybe six months or one year or two years and and that I've had the opportunity to do that, but mainly because I've tracked a song and wasn't happy with it and then and then let it on the record and then kept trying it and then tried it for the next record. So I've got to have a song that is like three years old, track a three-year-old song. I tracked a 10-year-old song the other day. I was doing what I did a song called I've Got Too Far to Go with the Weeping Willows. So we released that 
last year, I think. And um, yeah, I wrote that song like 11 years ago, didn't appear on my first album. And so I had it for all that time. And so by the time I came to record it, it, it was a mature song, you know, it had, it had had all these little bits worked out of it and and it was it was ready to go. But um, it's funny that when you don't get to do that and I just tracked the song, I tracked my last, my new record and I've been playing because it was meant to come out already. Uh, I've been playing like one song off it and I've noticed how the songs deviated, like my vocals have deviated to what to what I prefer to sing, but because the song attracted it so early in its life, uh, I went back and listened to the recording. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't sing it like that anymore, or because uh, I recorded it in its first month of life. So it's so fascinating to to now hear it. If we recorded it live, it would sound like a different song for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, there's a beauty and there's a beautiful thing about recording a song early on in its life too, because there's that energy and that freshness and maybe the band doesn't quite know it perfectly. So there's a bit more of that push and pull and the tempo and maybe you don't quite sound as, you know, you're finding things and that's, that's a wonderful thing too. Like if you can record a song early in its life as well. So there's pros and cons to both, right? Yeah. There's many, uh, well, let's say not many. There's quite a few times a, a songwriter especially if he's the leader of the band would mm. come to a sound check with something, possibly mm. a simple song mm. and say, we're going to play this tonight mm. and people would learn it and they mm. would play it on the spot. Mm -hmm. You know, a way that, they would go. There's something cool about that. You know, I yeah. wrote, I wrote a song for, um, uh, I'm sort of working on a trio in Melbourne of sort of three artists and we're kind of doing a, a, a trio band or whatever. And I wrote a song quickly for the idea and I gave it to uh, Ben Mastwick, who's who's in this trio. And I said, hey, what do you think of this? He's like, this is cool. Um, and I tracked the demo and we played the other day and I'm like, let's just play this song. And he, yeah. just didn't, he didn't know the words or nothing. He kind of just made them up as to what I was singing. I'm like, remember, this is the line. He's like, oh yeah, that's the line. And I could see him sort of like trying to think of the line. and But the crowd were just so into the show and we were vibing. So I'm like, let's, let's, you know, let's just do that new song. And uh, we just played it. And it was, I don't know, the song was only a few days old and Ben had never played it. He'd heard it because I sent it to mm. him and go, what do you think of this? And he heard it, but not learnt it. So I was like, don't worry, you're singing the second verse. This is the line. Just And we're driving to the show and I'm going, remember, it goes like this. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the night he forgot it pretty much, but he kind of knew it, so he he went along with it. Nobody knew that because it it's not been recorded. So uh, that was a really cool moment and an example of exactly what you said. I just you know he just we just went for it. So that's yeah, cool. yeah, I absolutely love hearing stories, boys. I could listen to you guys chat creatively about music um, forever, mate. Uh, I know I'd like to keep this keep this forum open for us to continue to do this. So let's do this again. Um, obviously we're going to, we're going to be in this position for a, at least another couple of weeks uh, at this stage. Oh, so 
um, let's reach out again and uh, reach out to a few more artists. And boys, if you don't mind reaching out to a few more artists and suggest a few to me too, um, I'd love to have yep. some new artists on that I haven't had on and, and we can all get on together and maybe who knows what we could do a bit of a live jam sesh potentially online. And I know it won't be perfect, but it's more the sentiment and the, and the idea and the process. So um, we could po possibly do something like that. Um, I really want to thank you boys for, for joining us again and, and all the boys we've had on tonight. Um, we want to change it up a little bit next week and have a bit of a mix between girls and guys as well. And um, that would, that, that'd be great too. So Matt, I really appreciate your time, bud. No problem. Um, Thanks so much, forward Matt. To hanging out again. All good. See Thanks. you guys. Thank you. Cheers, Rusty. Thanks, Thanks again, Rusty. Bud. Cheers, mate. There you Pull me neck. <laughs> Go and have that next shot of Zambuca, mate. <laughs> Cheers, Rusty. Thanks, buddy. Bye, mate. Cheers, Rusty. Cheers, Thank guys. you. Bye. Mate, I absolutely love mate, that. Um, how good was that? I, I was going to put on the slippers and the gown, just listen to them talk. Just amazing. Just, as you said, listen to them talk about their creativity. And even a couple of times, both of them saying, when Matt said about when he slowed down that song and he was saying, oh, it doesn't sound that good, I'm thinking, <laughs> sounded fantastic. Yeah, sure. Mate, it's really um, good. Yeah, and just on that, I mean, thanks, uh, Berkey, for tuning in. I know Berkey mentioned he'd, he would have loved to have been on tonight. Obviously, the uh, the lockdown gods aren't with us where Berkey can get to a spot where the internet's handy, um, but I'm sure he loved tuning in anyway, and, and some other uh, friends of ours have jumped on, friends of the bands as well, and the boys, So and all the way from Canada. Robert Wine's forgotten about the show, but I'm sure he's going to watch it back. So, and even Dave Cosmo um, reaching out and saying how much he loved just that general discussion um, between guys and musos. And um, you don't have to be a muso to appreciate uh, that creativity. And as I said, or as you just said, um, I could have listened to these boys just chat for another hour creatively yeah, about sure. life and music. And uh, hopefully um, I'd love to connect matt and rusty one day and who knows they might even spark a tune together at some stage for sure um so for sure. yeah big weekend mate uh big weekend in sport um i think what we might do is we might even jump on in the next 24 hours mate and, and have a quick half an hour show about the footy have, yeah. or something like that and, yep. and talk about you know a couple of players that are retiring and what yep. they've meant to the game. And I think there's a few big retirements out of this year that we'll, we'll probably yeah. touch on as well. So we could talk for another hour or we can yep. wrap it up tonight and go and sit back and enjoy a bit of the footy and a bit of the rugby. And let's, uh, let's go for a walk tomorrow, mate, at some stage. And um, obviously few within, ideas, our, within our 5K. 5K? And, and you and I will walk, you and I'll walk on the other side of the street. Cause obviously we can't walk together because we're from different households. So we'll yeah, follow well, that even, protocol um, as well. It's not even social distancing anymore. It's nah. retitled as physical distancing, physical I heard, distancing. Yes. for one of the first times tonight. So I think there's nothing more antisocial than uh, yeah. than not being social, mate. So sadly, mm. no playgrounds, no sports grounds. Uh, it's a tough place to be right now. But this is the reason we put this show together and long may I continue. Show yep. number 53, I just want to finish on um, – one thing I didn't play at the start, I, I, well, before I do, um, I want to reach out to just a quick quick pump up for Cherry Bar and James Young, who's doing some incredible yep. things. He's uh, he's grabbing uh, one of the legends, Joel O'Keefe, out of uh, Airborne. He's going to go around and uh, 
help help uh, James distribute some cherry cocktails. So if you're if you're interested in some yeah, cocktails um, and you can help out the cherry bar, this is the lovely cherry bar. Cherry Bomb, Old Fashioned, and Hell's Bells. And I know they brought out a couple of new ones. Um, so feel free to jump on this that website, cherrybar.com.au, and, and they'll get them to your doorstep. Also, just one more thing for tomorrow night. Um, George Carroll Wilson has set up uh, an Artist for Afghanistan. Just going to be a Facebook or an Instagram live. Um, some great artists there, that, including his brother, Fenn, um, that are going to jump on. And they're also going to donate uh, any proceeds that they've got with a paypal link and that's all going to go to uh to some charities that are supporting um afghanistan and the relief there so i know we weren't touching on that before but i think it was really important that we float that as an idea for for tomorrow night sitting on the couch um in amongst the footy so cuz i'm going to play you a couple of famous number 53s and then we're going to finish the show okay mate (laughs) see you soon bud All right, mate. Thanks for that. Great stuff.